everyone, it's Cassie with The Happy Thinker, and this is episode number 12. Hi, my friends. I hope you are having a really great afternoon. At least it's afternoon for me. And I wanted to talk about a super awesome concept today. I want to talk about other people. And I want to talk about the way we view and perceive other people and how it might not be helping us out right now. I also want to talk about this in terms of trauma. If you've ever experienced a trauma or been through a trauma because of someone else or you feel that someone else's actions contributed to the trauma, then this is a podcast for you today. And I hope that this concept helps you heal and move forward and be able to let go of some things. So let's do this. Let's get started. Okay, so I'm just going to hop right in today because there's a lot to cover on this concept. So I want to talk about a very personal thing to me and something that has happened to me that I had a lot of trouble with. I have a very beautiful life now, a very happy life now, but I know trauma and I know hardship and I know hurt. And most people can say the same. They know hardship, trauma, and hurt in some form or another. So I can understand where people come from from both the side of mental illness, depression, anxiety, not moving forward, feeling stuck, feeling lonely, feeling afraid, feeling like they don't want to trust other people. But I can also understand people wanting to progress their lives, dream, do impossible things, and make their lives whatever they can. Because I've done both. I've been both. I've been in both. So I can understand them both. And that's why I'm coming to you right now with this topic, because I think you can have both of those and yet still have a good life. So I have a a deep hurt experience that I started my mental health journey. I started changing the way my mind works. I started out on this adventure and scavenger hunt and research project to try and fix what I thought was wrong with me because I had experienced a major trauma in my life in my past that was causing so much pain and confusion and depression and anxiety and I didn't know how to cope and I didn't know how to deal and I didn't know how to accept because I'm human and I did not prepare for that to happen to my life and I got no preparation mentally and emotionally on how to deal with situations like that when they happen because we're never prepared for things like that. We view the world a certain way until something rocks us, till something wakes us up or changes our mind or confuses us. And then we don't know how to feel because we've never thought anything different than the thoughts that thoughts that we'd been thinking, the view of the world, our coffee filter. So when this happened to me, 
I didn't know what to do. So I hopped into like trying to fix my brain. And that's how I started out with life coaching. That's how I started out with um, mind and thought work. That's how I started out with the self-improvement journey that I've been on for the past two and a half years. That's where I started was really trying to understand myself and really trying to fix myself at first. But then I realized I didn't need fixed. And this is why. I want you to think about yourself for a moment. I want you to think, would you say that you are a good person or a bad person? Okay? No matter which one you answer, ask yourself the next question. Would you say that you are a good person? If you say you're a good person, would you say that you've done bad things in your life or have made bad decisions? at some point. We can all answer yes. So does that make you a good or a bad person? And then let's do this in reverse. If you think yourself a bad person, have you done some good things in your life? Made good decisions? Done a good act? Anything good that you can think of? I'm sure you have. So are you a good person or are you a bad person? The way you answer these questions is a very important answer. The reason why is because we view other people through this lens of good or bad and we view ourselves through this lens of good or bad. But let me pose a concept to you to try on. And I mean try on very literally because I don't want you to either accept or reject this idea automatically. Yes, I believe that or no, that's not true or no, that doesn't work for me or yes, it does. I want you to try it on. Just be open to the idea. Our brains are wired to automatically reject things that just maybe don't align with what we already think or we want to think. And so just be open to this. Just try it on. You don't have, there is no pressure. You don't have to use this if it doesn't work for you or you don't have to accept this, but try it on. Try it on for a few days and think about it. Really think about it. Think about this. Let's say you've been through a trauma. For me specifically, my ex-husband put me through some majorly crazy things. I viewed him as a good person, genuinely believed he was a good person for many, many years. And a bad thing that he did hurt me so deeply and then I viewed him no longer as a good person but a bad person. But I did not know how to accept that that I had believed something for so long only for it to have been a lie. It made me feel like I couldn't trust myself. It made me feel like I couldn't trust other people because my judgment wasn't good enough because I believed one person was a good person for so long when they weren't. So what I did was I buried it. And I buried it deep to where I genuinely believed he was a good person again. And I believed this so strongly Then I went against all my instincts, I went against all of the red flags, I went against everything. And a lot of people do this in trauma because they're so used to living a certain lifestyle or a certain point of view or perspective or mindset. And then things turn upside down and contradict what they've always believed. 
and they get confused and they don't know how. So they just go right back to believing the other thing because it's easier for the mind to accept that than to accept a brand new reality because they don't know what that new reality might mean. And remember the way our brains work is our brains are trying to keep us safe. Everything we believed before, we were safe in some form, right? So we were still alive, so we must have been safe. Now, if it helps you or hurts you, doesn't matter to your brain, just as long as you're alive. So literally, I jumped right back in believing he was a good person, only to find out more information about the same incident three years later. Finding out more information about it, so much so. Now, I got to, I got to distance myself from this person, and that gave me a lot of perspective later. And I changed a lot of things about my life. And when I went on my self-improvement journey, I changed so much about myself that I realized that I no longer wanted that life with that person. I no longer wanted to try and work it out with that person. Now, that I still believe that was a good person. I just didn't want to work it out anymore because I had become different. And that's okay. I chose that. But... What happened was, is I dropped, I still felt like he was a good person. I still believed all of those things, even after I decided I no longer wanted to continue in that relationship, in that, that place in my life. I still believed that he was a good person. But then I found out more information about the, the, the situation that hurt me to begin with. I found out more information and realized what I had done. I hopped right back into a belief that I had held for so long because it was easier because I didn't know how to be as the other person that believed no longer was he a good person. Now I believe he's a bad person. I didn't know how to be that way. And so after I found out this new information, I thought he was a monster. And I just believed him to be such a bad person. And I felt so bad. I felt bad because I believed that. Because I believed... That I felt bad and not because, not because it's wrong to believe that about somebody if you feel it's true, but more because I didn't know how to trust myself anymore because I'd not been hoodwinked once, but twice. And so I was like, okay, I don't trust my own judgment anymore. I don't believe that people are as good as they feel. And in the past couple of weeks, I'd also been struggling with this kind of same thing about people. For so long, I have looked at people through this lens of only good. People are so good. Look at they, what they can create, what the potential for people. But then I started to see some horrible behaviors that people were displaying towards others and how they would treat each other so poorly, like dirt. And it started to break me down. In the past couple of weeks, I've been a little bit down and depressed about it. Like looking at people through this new lens of people are not good, they're bad. And it made me feel so horrible because I was like, I have thought for so long that people were good, but they're not. But I came to this idea because I started to think about myself. I'm a good person. But I've done bad things in my life, just like every person. Now, the scale of those bad things is, in my opinion, minimal. But other people who, let's say that uh, like a nun, let's say a nun who has literally been a nun since the, her ability to be a nun, she might think that my bad things are like way up here, way high on the scale. It's all about your perspective of that scale. So this is what I post to you that is a more helpful way to look 
at life. If you genuinely got it down in your heart that people, and stay with me, don't reject this or accept it, just listen and openly think about it. If people are just, they are both good and bad. You don't have to think about whether good outweighs the bad or bad outweighs the good. You All you have to think about is people are both good and bad. And you can genuinely just believe that about everybody. You can believe that about your mother who is a saint. You can believe that about that murderer that murdered 15 people. You can believe that they are both good and bad. And this doesn't have to mean that you accept any of the bad things that they've done is okay. You can totally reject all of those bad things that they did in those moments where they were not being a good person, that they were being a bad person as bad. When they murdered all of those people, it was horrific and monstrous and that's not good ever, not acceptable ever. And you don't have to accept any of that. But if you can accept that that same murderer is both good and bad, then you can accept that every murder they ever committed was horrendous and not acceptable and they need to be held accountable. And that if they saved somebody's life, you can just recognize that as a good thing. It doesn't make them a good person because they did that. And it doesn't make them a bad person because of all the other things, it simply means that they are good and bad and they've been acting upon their bad person. And because of that, they need to be held accountable. But if you, and this is why this is important, guys, is it's not because this is taking away responsibility or taking away um, accepting that there are good and bad things in the world because there are. There are good and bad things. And where you draw that line is completely up to you. There are moral standards that you get to decide People discuss this all day long. Well, what's the moral standard? Well, it doesn't really matter. What matters is what's your moral standard. Is that acceptable in your life? For me, when I came across this new evidence of what had happened to me and what had happened in the situation and what my ex-husband had done, that is not acceptable ever in my mind, ever. And I thought of him like a monster, But it was not helping me to think of him like a monster. It was hurting me. And the reason it was hurting me was because I now was taking responsibility for his actions in a form. And this is why. Because I was like, I should have known that that was happening. I should have known because how did I not see the signs? And I started to take responsibility like it was mine to take when it's not. He made those choices. He made those decisions. I didn't make them for him. I didn't know about them. I simply get to accept he was not making good decisions. He was being, he was acting upon the bad that was with him, in him. I've seen my ex-husband do good things. Does that exempt him from any of the bad things he did? No. Does that mean I have to tolerate any of the bad things he did in my life? No. That simply means I get to accept and acknowledge Those were good things. These are bad things. People are both good and bad. Doesn't mean you have to accept them in your life. You get to draw those boundaries and you should draw those boundaries based on what you know is good for your life. If somebody beats you every day of your life and then saves somebody else's life, that doesn't make them a good person for doing that. But does it make them a bad person? that saved a good person, that saved somebody else? 
and they had all the intentions to save that person? Is it about intention? And if it is, does it matter? Because in the eyes of like the law, for instance, let's say you killed somebody, but your intention was to protect somebody else. Does that make it a good killing? You get to answer these questions for yourself, but this gives you the ability to be objective when you're making decisions about other people. You get to just say, okay, people are both good and bad. And people think they know this, but if you think about the way you look at the people around you, you probably have people you think really highly of, but you don't, you never see their bad qualities because you only see their good. And you literally write off their bad things when you see them do a bad thing because you think so highly of them. But if you accepted that people are both good and bad, you can literally reject actions that people do. When, when they're a good person and they do something bad, you can reject that. Say, nope, is that tolerable enough for me in my life? Am I willing to have that much bad in my life? If somebody accidentally spills a glass of milk and that's a small little mistake, they're not being a bad person, but that's not a bad, it's, you know, they spilled it all over your life's work, for instance. Let's say you wrote out a novel that's been your whole life stream and they spilled a glass of milk on it. Does that make a bad person? No, but that was a bad thing. You get to let go of the fact that that person is not good or bad. You know, it, it, it comes down to this, this idea. If people are both good and bad, you get to draw the boundary lines. How much bad are you willing to let into your life? Where does it end for you? You know, you get to decide based on morality you know, you need to use your moral values, who you feel you are. In, in you, most people with, <laughs> with a normal mental evaluation that you go through, your mental health is good, will not say that murder is ever okay. Most people say that. But those same people that say murder is not okay might be okay with abortion. Or people who say, no, murder is never, never, ever, ever okay. It's okay for everybody to have a different view. If you decide that people are both good and bad, God gets to judge them for that or fate gets to judge them for that or, or whatever higher power you believe in gets to judge them for that. You just get to decide how much bad you're willing to let in your life at that point. When you fully accept people are both good and bad, now how much bad they choose to act on and how much good they choose to act on gives you a good idea of whether you should let them in your life then you get to let go of responsibility for any of that. And you also get to let go, if you've been through trauma, any guilt of any kind. That, because what happens in trauma is victims tend to put guilt upon themselves like they did something wrong. When they didn't do anything. They only feel guilty because they feel like they should have known that the bad thing was happening. That they should have been more aware. That they should have fixed it. That they should have intervened somehow but they didn't know or they didn't understand at the time how bad it really was. You get to drop that responsibility at the door. You get to trust yourself again because you can now know that people are both good and bad. So the good people in your life, the really good people, are capable of making mistakes and you can forgive them for those and move on. And the people who have made really bad, poor decisions, you can now put those boundary lines down and say, that's too much bad to be in my life. Sorry. Doesn't mean you get to say that that person's bad or good. 
I get to let God decide that. I just get to say how much bad am I willing to let in my life. You get to draw boundaries for yourself so easily that way. Sometimes it gets so dicey between our feelings. We get so wrapped up in what we feel that if we can simply accept this concept, we can move forward being able to trust other people, being able to trust ourselves, knowing that good people are capable of bad things and bad people are capable of good things. Whether they choose to act on those is completely up to them and not my responsibility. Do I want to correct bad things in the world a lot more? Do I want to surround myself with good things in the world a lot more? Yes, and I get to choose that. But I get to, I get to decide my responsibility and their responsibility. It's their responsibility to be a better person. I get to drop any responsibility for that. I just get to be the best person I can be. I get, I get to choose how much bad I'm willing to let inside myself. And also, I get to forgive myself for any bad things I've ever done really easily because I can say I'm a both a good person and a bad person but I choose to act more on my good than my bad and when I do act on my bad when I have does not condone those actions but I can let go of it because you can't change what you've already done you can only move forward and do better it is everybody's own responsibility to do better in their lives but we take responsibility for other people like we're going to make them do it and we can't do that to draw boundary lines to really know how to move forward from any trauma we have to process it and that's what I realized I'm finally doing after three and a half years of trying to process something that I didn't know how to process, that I wasn't capable at the time, that my emotional ability didn't know how to deal with at the time. I did the best I could with the tools I had in my mind. Now I get to say that I fully processed and I can say fully for myself that my ex-husband did a horrible, horrific thing. Doesn't make him a bad person. He's both good and bad, but he's acted upon bad too much for me to tolerate in my life. And I'm sure you have lots of people in your life that you can apply the same method to. And you can do that for yourself too. You don't have to be a bad person. If you think of yourself as a bad person because of all the bad things you've done in your life, You can accept that you are both a good person and a bad person. And from that point, choose to make better decisions going forward. You don't have to be bad. Because what happens is when we do this to ourselves, when we think of ourselves as bad and, you know, we're we're a bad person, then you start making bad decisions because, and you, and you condone those bad decisions because you expect them from yourself. But you're not a bad person. You are an You are a good and a bad person. So what do you want to act on? Who do you choose to be? That's up to you. But you can also draw these boundaries going forward in your life. I have one of my best friends went through something horrific too. And that person hurt her so bad that she doesn't even want to move on in relationships. She doesn't want to move on with any relationship because because she feels like she can't trust in relationships. But she gets to drop that if she decides that person was both good and bad. And now I can see people as good and bad. And that way I can see, are their actions showing that they're doing good things and they're, they're more likely to be trustable? Or are their actions showing that they're, being, they're acting upon their bad person inside and 
being less trustable? How much am I willing to tolerate in my life? And she gets to decide at any point. We think sometimes during trauma that 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 ability to choose is taken away from us, that we think we'll get ourselves into a relationship and it'll turn out a bad again, and then what do I do? Well, you simply say that's too much bad to me in my life, and you let it go, you drop it, you move on. And that sounds so simple, but it's so difficult for us to do. But it's much easier to be objective when you can see people as both equally bad and good. And a lot of times if you have a faith um, belief system that asks you to love all people, you don't know how to do this. Like for me personally, like the Bible talks about, you know, forgive others or God won't forgive you. And sometimes I don't know how to do that. I'm like, okay, well, how do I forgive that person for what a horrific, that means I accept that horrific thing as my, you know, accept that that's okay. And it's not okay. I don't have to do that. That is not what I was asked to do. I get to, by deciding that people are both good and bad, I can accept a a person acted upon something so bad inside themselves. And that's not okay. But I can be appreciative for the good things that they did. And I can accept that and acknowledge that. That way, I can show compassion for people in that way. But I don't have to betray my boundaries can trust people based on their genuine actions and I don't have to do any more than that I'm loving people and I'm holding people accountable too I'm doing both it doesn't make anything right by choosing to accept that people are both good and bad instead of just bad or just good doesn't make any of their actions that were bad right doesn't mean that takes away any emotional pain it also doesn't mean that they shouldn't make it right you can still hold that belief that they should make it right that they should be accountable that they should be held to a standard of making it right and justifying it but it gives you the ability to let go of anything you're holding this is for you this isn't for that other person you don't even have to tell them you feel this way this is for you doesn't make it right And I agree with you. Whatever that was that was genuinely not okay is still not okay. But you just get to accept and appreciate that people are good and bad. And the world is good and bad. And that has helped me exponentially process the last couple weeks where I've seen people treat each other horribly. I don't condone it. I don't think it's okay. I think we should be better. We should evolve. We should be kinder and good to each other. That's what I believe. But I can know that people are good and bad. That they may have been good people having really bad moments that did bad things. Doesn't condone it. Doesn't make it better. Doesn't make it right. They should act upon their better selves. But that helps me know they're capable. They're capable of being better. You can hold them accountable. And you can know people are good and bad. The world is good and bad. So you can enjoy it. And accept that the 50% of it's not going to be good. And you don't have to accept it as okay. Just accept that it is. That it exists. And the fact that it exists is okay. We want the world to be better. And it will be. If more of us understand this concept. Because we can then choose to act upon the good in us as humans. 
Okay, guys, I hope this episode has not been too awful heavy. And if it has, and you have a lot of comments and things to say to me, go tell me on my website. I'd be happy to hear both the positive and the negative of the reviews on this podcast. But share it. This is thought-provoking. I want to know how you guys think about this. Try this on. Don't automatically accept or reject this concept, but instead... Just try it on and see if it works for you to help you process things, to help you set boundaries, to help you make really good decisions about who to trust and who not to trust. If you automatically assume everybody's not trustable, you'll never trust anyone. If you automatically assume everyone's trustable, you'll be hurt all the time. This gives you a good ability to make and set good boundaries for yourself and to forgive yourself and love yourself and hold yourself accountable all at the same time so go share it with somebody guys go to my website at happythinkerlifecoach.com oh and enter in my sweepstakes by the way you want to win that free coaching session i promise i can coach you through any of your what ifs buts ands or ors and i'd love to do so i want to help you optimize your thinking to make it work for you and that's what i'm asking you to do here decide whether this works for you It's okay if you decide this doesn't work in your life. But for me, I have been able to let go of some things that I needed to let go of. And I can love people better this way. All people. As I feel I should. Not everybody agrees with that. That everyone should be loved. But I do. So, try it on. See how it fits for you. And I'll talk to you again soon.